Oh, hello there. I didn't see you there. This is, um... One of them. I don't know you're being weird. I'm a weirdo. Freak on me. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 40 of the Sweet Science Podcast with your boy, Fat Mouse. Who have I got to my left? You're right. you got the 40-year-old Cash with a K, not a C. So not only is this episode 40, he's turned 40 today. So um, wish him... When I started the pod, I was zero. Wow. He ages. By the end of the pod... He's like a cat. Exactly. He's like a cat. He's an old man. Nine lives. I don't know about that. All right. Welcome back, though. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here, as always. Um, today, as per... Not as usual. As usual... Right, I don't even know how to put this. So, I usually come in and I want to make Mary want to talk a little bit about something, you know, not quite related to what we talk about. But today, I don't want to do that. Today, I don't want to do that. Today, I'm hungry. And I've, had, I've done this a couple of times before. Today, I'm hungry. Tell us something new, brother. I'm always hungry. So, today, I wanted to just get straight in there. And no, yeah, literally, no, no wasting no of time. No niceties in that challenge. Just straight in. So without further ado, yeah, we've taken pictures. Okay, well, shall we at least intro the thing? Like, I'm just to. excited. So let me just do this. All right, so today, again, as is routine, yeah, I'm just scrolling through Instagram and I see some more adverts or just someone's, um, what's it called? Account pop up. And the algorithm is mad. The algorithm knows that I'm a fat pig and it's calm because I know this too. Yeah. So um, I saw something that I thought, mm, all right, then let's hold them. To be honest, I slipped a little bit and we didn't order um, as as timely as we usually do. So because we didn't do that, I thought, damn, let me see what's available. Thankfully, this woman makes it in batches um, and she's ready to roll. So this one here is... The Little London Bakery, yeah? The Little London Bakery. So obviously she's from Kent, yeah? Now, so um, <laughs> yeah, so this, this lovely lass is from London um, and we got a milk cake from them. Put, put a picture up because I'm not gonna flip it over. It's got milk in here. Now, they had a couple um, of options on their menu. One of them being Nutella. So you can guess which one of us got that. It wasn't me, yeah? Uh, and I got the Oreo milk cake. They've also, sorry, they've yeah. also got other options to like desserts and stuff. Got, yeah, no, they've but got two options. It's just this and cupcakes. Cupcakes, That's yeah. all they do, yeah. This and, but because it was on short notice sorry, anyway. Yeah. Um, we, got, we weren't going to, I don't think we need I was never going to get a cupcake, to be honest. I was always going to get this because I'm actually a fan of milk cake. Milk cake's bad. Um, it is. We've discovered that it's actually, I want to turn this into the, just the sweet science milk cake and just go around the UK. The milk cake podcast. Looking for milk cakes. Um, what we were discussing though is what I think is a good idea is um, mm -hmm. I think we need to try some cupcakes yeah, so yeah, what I'm we'll down. do is we'll do a special mm -hmm. a tea time special oh, cupcakes can some, we get a little tower little triangle sandwiches I'm, I'm down some I'm tea. so on this I don't know why I did that that was a bit excited some tea jazz hands um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah we'll discuss it and have some tea I'm some, on that I'm on that some bis I'm biscuits on that. absolutely so the, the lady that we purchased this from, uh, she's obviously a salesperson. So after we ordered this, 
um, and it comes with milk that naturally that's what happens it's got sweet milk at the bottom mm-hmm. but there isn't much he goes oh would you like a bottle of sweet milk with that it'll be £2.50 and I thought go on then innit? Like, oh go on then so we got that <clears throat> too excuse me now this is the bottle of sweet milk okay he's actually going to drink it he's I'm going to I'm going to just sky the whole thing now a little backstory on this yeah we received this there wasn't a bag well, I can understand I picked it up from my house there was no bag which it's a little bit annoying because how am I going to hold it? Do you get me? Like, little thoughtful touches, okay? Just a bag, a paper bag, a plastic bag, something to contain all of this, yeah? Now, this is it anyway. Now, it's sealed shut, but not factory sealed, sealed with the hand that sealed it. First, this was in my cup holder. But on the way back from collecting it, we got a coffee. So I had to put this kind of in the footwell on its side. Yeah? Sealed. But it still managed to leak. It managed to leak a, a tiny bit, like a couple of milliliters. I'm not fuming about that. I'm just fuming at the fact that it wasn't just closed properly. But again, human error. We can put it down to human error. These things do happen. Just a little bit fuming. Okay? Sweet milk on, the, on my um, carpet, on the, what's it called? You know, the floor mat in the car. The car mat, rather. And I'm there trying to stick a straw in it, trying to take whatever I can from the mat before we have to wipe the rest. Yeah? That's that. I'll be honest with you, again, Cash told me not to mention it. But I'm going to mention it. I'm going to mention it, yeah? So she said, so we, we transferred, I'm sorry, blood, I'm so sorry. We, we transferred, we did a bank transfer for the, for, the, for the cake, yeah? And then after we did the transfer, then she asked if we wanted the sweet milk. So I said, all right, cool. So she goes, you can transfer the remaining 250 or you can bring it cash. I said, we'll bring it cash, no problem. So, you know, the little compartment in your whip, you've got like some change there. Pulled out the change, told cash to hold on to it. Parked up outside her yard. Said, we're here. She came out, very polite, very kind lady. Are you here for the milk cake? Yes, we are. I haven't even got to her yet. I'm just like, obviously at her doorstep, I'm just parking, I'm just stepping out to go grab it, take it out of her hands, and she goes, have you got the tip? Have you got the £2.50? I haven't, I barely said hello, barely said thank you, barely said, oh, those look gorgeous, do you understand? For me, that's a little bit of a pet peeve, that's just too, I know business is business, no doubt, and I'm not going to forget your pee, but for me, the way you do it is to avoid getting bumped is by saying, after you've taken it, Oh, and that will be £2.50 for the milk, please. Not before you've even collected it, before you've even held it in your hand. Have you got the two? And it's in my hand. The money's in my hand. She can't see it because it's changed and I've got a big hand. That just, it just peed me off. It just peed me off. Not even a small amount, but obviously I'm not like, oh, what an idiot. Just little touches like that. These little, little, like, what are they called? Nuances. Do you get me? Just... A split second longer, I would have given you the pee. Money's money, I understand. And it's not even like it's a, it's a lot of money. But it's just something. So that just... I'm so sorry to go off on a little rant. And I know you're fuming, but... No, I'm calm. He's slightly just, you know, in his own zone. Um, but yeah, I just had to... <clears throat> I enjoy these rants. I like them. I had to get that off my shoulders. Off my chest, rather. It's like when I rant about football. Yeah, there we go. You stay silent, you're, I, like, you're I in just, your own I zone. zone out. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know nothing about <clears throat> Trezeguet. <Trisky. laughs> so... Yeah, that was that. It's just something that I felt needed to be addressed. You get me? Mm-hmm. But here we are now. 
put that to the side. Guys, let me know, by the way. Does that, is that something that, do you feel my pain? Do you feel my rage? Do you get me? Or nah? Am I just being a little bit extra? You get me? But yeah, and obviously before we, before we do that, if you're going to comment, you might as well subscribe and like and do them things there as well. If you don't like that happening to you, then like it. Like the video. And if you don't mind those kind of things, because business is business, like the video, subscribe, and let us know in the comments that it's actually me that's the problem, which is fine. I think I'm overly polite. And I expect people, I expect my politeness to be matched by other people's politeness. And that is where I get angry because occasionally it doesn't. That's where I get, that's where I get, you know, a little bit rage. Raging. All right, oh, without like further ado, spoon from my yard. They're not matchy matchy. All right, this one's, wow. I don't know, this got a mad effect. The cow effect. Cow effect. But I got the Oreo milk cake. This gentleman here got the Nutella milk cake. Obviously. I'm actually gonna go ahead and pour some milk straight away. Are you on that? I'm gonna try it first without it. No, no, no. And then see the difference. Okay, hear what they say. I like this, the crisscross patterns on top. Nice little bits of um, hazelnut chopped up. on the top. I'm gonna put on the top, bruv. Put on the top. Oh, wow. Okay, so I am going ahead. I'm gonna be drinking out of the bowl next, isn't it? But it's cool, because I'm a cat. All right, let's, move that. let's go. Milk, milch cage. That's a very good milk cake. I take back everything negative I said. <laughs> Too late. For real. Should we edit it? Mm -hmm. Never. That is a damn good milk cake. That is a, I'm starving. As usual, I'm gonna back this <clears throat> nonstop. Mm -hmm. It's got it all over me. Can I get a wipe, please? Mm -hmm. All right, you gonna pass it? One second. Let's go. Mm. Literally got a spare hand. Octopus, thank you. In the face. Octopus and a platypus. Mm. Black pole wheel. So I've got flat feet and a platypus. All right, so. Mm. Shall I pour it on top as well, yeah? Mm -hmm. The sweet milk is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Okay. Don't know how I'm, what I'm doing, but okay. That's exactly it. Fluck it. The topping, sometimes it's dead. This is good. Is it just whipped cream? I don't know. I don't know, but it's nice. And I can taste Oreo, but that's because there's Oreo crumbs on top. Mmm. Blood? This is sensational. I'm going to take the whole Oreo biscuit, which is now wet. And oh! Wow. Genuinely? Hard. <clears throat> this is hard. This is great. This is scrumptious. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh god. Spectacular. Okay. Spectacular. Is milk cake <clears throat> just cake with milk in it, or is the actual cake itself got a different consistency which absorbs more milk? Do you get me? What is it? <clears throat> I think it's the um, the first one. Normal cake. I don't know, man. I feel like it's lighter than that. I can't wait to drink this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is good. Time. This is good. I like it. Guys, mm. Mm. if you have any suggestions for a milkcake, like that, I've never had a dead one before, I'm not gonna lie. Actually, I have one. 
But that's because they tried to do their own twist on it. And that was Chaiwala. Their milk cake is dead. Don't even try it. <clears throat> Sorry. But this one, oh, it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying this. I'm not going to lie to you. I am enjoying it thoroughly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drink it still. Mm. Blood. The Texture. sweet milk is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Texture's good. Mm -hmm. Taste is perfect. Though. Perfect, bro. I love the crunch. 3-3. Three, 3-3? Three. Three, three. Oh, mm -hmm. no way. Is it? Yes. 3 all. He's watching football. I was going to mention it. I'm not watching it. I just got oh. a notification. You got a notification? Mm -hmm. I'm focused on my, my job, yep. which is the pod, of course. All right. <clears throat> All right, this guy's going on like he's... <clears throat> oh! You know, it's so sweet. My throat's starting to do that thing. But I don't give a hoot. Nah, this is good, man. Was that a bit of a caveman move, what I just did? <clears throat> I don't know. Kick off the review, brother. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Done. It's actually now officially. I'm going to sky some of this just to, you know, chase that down. Mm -hmm. Tastes much better with the tin. By itself, it's, mm, it's just sweet milk. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if there's something in my beard or not, but you know, I'm going to have to deal with it. Um, so the appearance kind of generic like it's just a standard milk cake milk cake doesn't really look dead unless it's really dead do you get me mm -hmm. so unless it's really dead it's true though isn't it no i know what you mean it always kind of looks a little bit fancy so that's calm eight out of ten because i don't know how you can make it look terrible by the same token i do not know that it's not like spectacular there's nothing about it that's like, oh my days, look at that. You get me? So, it is what it is. Standard, you know, recycled container. Not an issue. <clears throat> Everything, to be honest, yeah. 8 out of 10 for appearance. You can't really do better than that. Unless it's a madness. As for the taste. Sorry. Yo. <clears throat> the sweetness is really getting to me. Yeah, man. you feel that kind of scratchiness the in your throat, innit? Burning yeah, sensation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's too sweet, but it's never too sweet like that's what i'm saying i don't have anything no such thing as too sweet but that is just always sweet can i say one thing i don't like yo i like it mm -hmm. i like it i like it one thing i don't like me just me personally i hope it. you're gonna say what i'm gonna what i'm gonna say i don't know say it i just think it's too much whipped cream oh no that's not it what were you gonna say it. well i'll get to it i'll oh, go sorry, sorry. but yeah it's just not. for me just is it kind of ruins it a bit it doesn't ru ruin it. It's like a different thing. Now I'll tell you, it my becomes too fluffy for me. Does that make sense? So that's not the whipped cream. This is this is my point. The cake itself just is a little bit too airy. That's why it's not perfect. The only, 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 what's the word? Criticism that mm. I have, critique, is that it's a little bit too airy <clears throat> and not. It doesn't offer enough resistance. Now I understand it's absorbed all the milk. Yeah, but maybe it's because we dashed a lot of milk on top. No, no, it doesn't. It, irrespective, bruv, because once it's saturated, it's saturated, isn't it? You get me? It was just too soft. But other than that, the taste, like the actual flavour, was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The texture is the only thing that let it down. It was just a little bit too 
you know what I mean? Like I want there to, I want my spoon to spoon off like an actual piece. I want it to just to, I always use the word resistance because that's the only word I can think of, but I just want there to be resistance in the spoon, in my mouth, teeth, arr, you get me? Just a little bit, arr, and it's dependent on what I'm eating. So that nine out of 10 for taste, because the flavor, the actual flavor was 10 out of 10. It actually tasted like Oreo, <clears throat> like milk cake. The sweet milk was milky and sweet. It's just, just the texture. So for that reason, the overall score of the taste is nine out of 10 from me. At 15, <coughs> nine out of 10. Oh, sweet. I'm getting that sugar you, rush. You, you, you gonna have that? No, no, finished. <laughs> Did you lips it? I'm no, done. I'm lips it. No, <clears throat> straight on. Oh, wait. It's mine. Okay, <clears throat> let me kick it off from my side. Second half. Yeah. Um, appearance. Again, standard box, as we'd said, packaging standard. Mm. Uh, the the milk cake itself looked pretty. I like the little crisscross patterns and the hazelnuts on top. They yeah. look nice, aesthetically pleasing. Question. Um, Sorry, did the hazelnuts add anything to it for you? Yeah. You liked it? I like a bit of crunch. You know, I always like, I, always, I need a bit of... Another dimension to the... Because again, like you said, it was very airy, too soft. Too soft. If it didn't have that, it would have literally like I was eating a sponge. Yes. Yeah? Not a sponge, but yeah, something. Softer something than a sponge. Like yeah, sponge yeah, exactly. still offers more resistance. Yeah, exactly. I had that. I had yeah. a sponge yesterday for breakfast and it was... Um, Amazing. I love sponges. It was just lacking a bit Brilliant. of soap. Lacking a bit of soap. Yes. Yeah, it tastes good, so. Mm -hmm. And um, a fairy liquid. Um, but yeah, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Appearance. Appearance, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Taste. Um, I like the taste. I don't know. I'm being honest. I finished it, by the way. Yeah. Round of applause. Well done. First time in job. about 17 weeks. 40 episodes, yeah? I've never finished my dessert. Mm. It's the first time I finished my dessert. So that says something clearly about mm -hmm. the dessert. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, well, it's maybe because I haven't eaten today. I'm but I'm Marvin, bad. I can't wait till we finish this so I can go eat my Rio's Peri Peri. It's just outside. <laughs> and okay. um, nine out of 10 for taste as well. No, sorry. Eight out of 10. Serious? Yeah, I'm going to okay. go two, two eights for this. Come. Two eights. What's the reason it's not a nine then? I know I said earlier it's... There's never too sweet, but for me, oh, it was actually, actually too sweet. is a bit too Serious. sweet. Like it's actually mm -hmm. hurting my throat. Serious. Mm. Okay, it's too much. Usually we've got water with us. We don't have any water today. I was gonna hop out and go grab some, but what the what, man? What the hey? What the hey? Who gives a hoot? <laughs> Who gives a hoot? If you don't like it, I did enjoy it though. If you don't like it, deuces. Ah, oh, deuces. All right. So, but yeah, that was what they called again. My little, little baker. London baker. The little London baker, yeah? It's only one person. Shout them out. That's why. On Instagram. Um, but yeah, check them out. Definitely worth a shout. 100%. 100%. They do trays. Now, yeah, another criticism, but then that's just me because I am actually... When it comes to eating, I'm an animal. This was not enough for me. But then I'm hungry, number one. Number two, the lack of... Um, uh, what's the word? Not texture. The lack of consistency kind of... Didn't fill you up. It didn't, yeah. Um, it hasn't hit the spot. Do you get me? But that's my fault. Process, but I think possibly. after a meal and this as a dessert, Ooh, I think it'd be perfect. This is, this is a perfect dessert. Mm -hmm. Yeah? But 100%. Very, very good. Um, shout, check them out on Instagram. Congratulations. Uh, and let us know what you think. You try it. <clears throat> they do delivery. 
if you order over forty pounds worth of stuff. So if you're gonna and do they're that, based in they're tr- sort of North London as well. They're so. based in North, yeah, North London. Um, can't remember where. I can't remember the name, but we did. We just collected because it was only two things that we were getting and some sweet milk. But if you order is forty pound, they'll deliver to you, which is a great idea, and that encourages you to buy a big. You get me? Buying bulk. Buying bulk. And to be honest, if you did buy a tray of this, which is eight slices, you will not be let down. <coughs> if it's you by yourself, if it's you and your partner, you and your brethren, you and a whole family, maybe get two trays. But whew, genuinely, thank. Yeah? That's that. <clears throat> Boom. That's there. Thank you very much for that. Blood my hat, man. You flipping jinx you like it's not bent. Now what is it then? That's there. If it's bent in it, not oh. bent now. I can't see now. No, no, no. Anyway, if it's bent, you're just gonna have to deal with it. Bro, it's getting even worse. I hate this mirror image thing, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Mine feels bent as well. No, yours looks calm. All right, so <clears throat> that's that. Then we're gonna go on to the boxing. All right. Mm-hmm. Keep it local for now. Great yeah? weekend. Great weekend. Support local businesses. Support local talent. Yeah. So we had. We had. Uh, what? The former McDonald's working employee of the year. Ne- was it National Rail Network? Whatever. National Rail Network Rail Network Rail isn't it? McDonald's yeah. employee of the year. <laughs> Title holder from 2012 to 2017. Yeah, five years consecutive. Five years consecutive employee of the year. Champion of the world. Look at that though. I beg you, look at that. Please just take a moment to appreciate it. Ten years ago. Ten years ago is a long time, but it's not. A super long time. It's not a lifetime, is it? Ten years ago, he was working at McDonald's, bruv. Lawrence now, the Source yeah. Okoli. Lawrence the Source Okoli <clears throat> took on Krzysztof Glavatsky. Loads of different ways we were thinking about. We were talking about in the lift. Is it Glavaki, Glavaki, Glavatsky? It's spelled Glavatsky. But I heard, I heard people say Adam Smith. Well, I think Sky Sports said Glavatsky. With a uh, like yeah, like a girl. That's mad. A Glavatsky. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think it's Glavatsky. Whatever it is, it's you Glavatsky. What talking about. Glavatsky. Yeah? Um, dangerous. Dangerous yeah. southpaw. Mm-hmm. Polish. Um, Former two-time cruiserweight world champion. Two-time. Two-time. Uh, and only lost to the elite of the elite. Lost mm-hmm. Alex- Alexander Usyk and yep. uh, Marius Bredis. So mm-hmm. some of the best. And that Marius Bredis fight was a very weird fight. Yes. I'll have to go back and look at how, how it ended. But um, otherwise, a great <clears throat> um, a great stylistic matchup and a good test for Lawrence Okoli. No 16th fight in um, and going for a world title. Reminiscent of AJ. 16th going in or 17th going in? 16th. You sure? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So, reminiscent of, yeah, like you said, AJ. Because AJ won his world title in his 16th fight against mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Charles, Charles mm-hmm. Martin. Um, and Lawrence the Saucer Coley went out and did the job. Can I just, can we just take a moment to appreciate everything, yeah? And, and just forget talking about the fight, talk about the journey, talk about the mentality going in. A couple of things I was going to say about this guy. The music video come out and I'm thinking... Please don't be a Tyrone Woodley and focus on that instead of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Instead of the task at hand. Proven wrong, I have been, and I'm happy about that. Well done, because you can do both. When you step it up, maybe consider or don't. I mean, don't take my advice. Just do whatever works for you. If that's your little way of venting and, and, and channeling the energy elsewhere for a little bit, by all means, do it. Um, but that's number one. Number two, the journey from flipping burgers and emptying there to literally... Folding brothers, yeah. Number three, if you check his story the day before, he goes, 
pray for me guys i'm going to war tomorrow do you get me so he was he understood it's not like yo ready let's get this he's gonna go to sleep now he un he recognized the challenge before him do you get me mm -hmm. triumphant he was triumphant bro he's he, he i respect that bro. he gets a lot of hate for what he does in the ring mm. stylistically beforehand anyway he's had a couple of yeah, yeah there's a lot of nice and he said a couple of dodgy performances etc but one thing i do rate about him a lot is the mentality yes he's a he's an intelligent guy you can tell he's intelligent mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and you know how you mentioned the whole music video thing and Both it could it could it could affect that's you crazy um to be honest it was his best performance ever yeah so no i doubt. think stick to the music that's what release I'm them every week and keep on the good performances that, but that's exactly what i said if it worked fight, for you yeah if that's what you need as like a little something else then by all means because it worked it did work mm -hmm. you hear me it um, was the best performance of Lawrence Okoye i've seen so that tells me a few things <coughs> tells me a few things <coughs> excuse me preparation again i put on my own personal story preparation is key and he proved that why did he prove it he said before he went into the fight the key to my success is xyz and what he mentioned was keeping the range yeah, maintaining a decent distance and not letting him counter. He's a very underrated, Glavatsky, he's a very underrated counter puncher. He's not the hardest of punches, but a counter punch could potentially flash knock down or knock you down. Hurt you, you're standing Hurt you, over. yeah. So he did that to the T. He executed that part of his plan to a T. Mm -hmm. All right? Yeah. Fluid. Something that you don't usually see from uh, a Cody is his fluidity. Usually it's not... Oh, he's a slick boxer. He's not usually. He's usually a little bit. To me, to me, the best way to describe previous bouts of him mm -hmm. I've seen is very stop start. Yes, very stuttery in his yes in his in his work. It's not jittery. It's stuttery in the sense that yeah, exactly. The reset is a full reset. <clears throat> it's, it's a like, factory reset. You get me. You know when you look at Klitschko with the way he used to jab hold, jab hold. Yes, Akoli used to do that, but it was a bit sort of. I think excessive mm. I don't know Klitschko did it a lot as well and yeah. that's how Klitschko stayed undefeated for 10 well, years exactly so. exactly but it doesn't work for everyone though that's the thing this this time with Shane away from the ring so he's obviously with Shane Wigan, Wigan obviously yeah. as you little know um, this time out of the ring that he's had mm. I've seen huge a drastic improvement in terms of his footwork his movement <clears> his <throat> punch output his volume and angles man like I've seen him hit Swerve, move. I said, swerve. Dig it, pivot, pivot, swerve, move, mm -hmm. dip, dive, dodge, dip, dive, dodge. <laughs> okay. And um, like the the beauty, the beauty, the beauty, the beautiful part was, it's easy to know when you've got power. Mm. You go head hunting, a lot, or you've hurt someone, and you just go straight for the head. He was working the body. I'm seeing really beautiful body shots, mm. jabs to the body, hard hooks to the body, and then he's coming up top. And sort of Glavatsky didn't really know what to do. Yes. It was a puzzle which he couldn't solve. Mm -hmm. Akoli kept on him, kept pressuring. The jab was peppering him all night long. Um, and obviously, in the end, he got the sixth round stoppage. Beautiful straight round, straight right down the pipe. Mm. I called it in one of my group chats. I, yeah. said, I said it. On a voice note, like Receipts, three, please. four hours beforehand. Oh, note. Yeah. yeah, I sent it to the man then. Mm. I said, um, Glavatsky's very awkward. He's a good fighter, but I can see the straight right landing once he gets his range. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to sleep him 
mm. but he's going to stop him. That's sensational. What happened? Call him Mystic Cash. <sighs> Mystic Cash. Um, but yeah, beautiful, great performance, the best Absolutely. performance I've seen. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I like already is that he's not rested, he's sitting, you know, he, he's, what's it, sitting on your laurels? laurels, yeah. He wants to get back out of it and he wants to unify straight away. Mm-hmm. He wants the biggest, baddest guys in the division. He wants Marius Bredis. Um, he's called for him straight away. Mm. And that's a good fight. I think I think this Akoli that I've seen in his in against Klavatsky <clears throat> clears out the division. Do you credit that to um Shane Shane Wigan? Wigan. Both. All of them. The whole Obviously team. to him. Uh, but yeah, Sh- he's been Sh- able to Shane's make style was that Shane for a moment in time, Shane was the next big trainer coming from sort of Britain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. were saying you need to look out for Shane McGuigan. He's, you know, David Hayes spoke highly of Shane, yeah. of how good he is. And you saw it in spurts, especially with different fighters he's got. Um, so I think the change in style, it is minor tweaks. Mm-hmm. It's minor tweaks. It's just showing more confidence in your ability, I think it is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying he's been gun shy in the past, but again, it's that stop-start mentality. Whereas now... It's, again, you said it perfect at the beginning. Fluid. Yeah. Fluidity. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just, it looked solid in there. He looked mm. great. Glavatsky had no answers. And this is a this is a seasoned veteran. This mm-hmm. is a two-time, former first. two-time uh, world champion. Yeah. You know? And he's been in there with the best of the best. Mm. You know? He beat Marco Hook, beat Steve Cunningham, fought Usyk, fought Bradis. And obviously now Akoli, but Akoli's the young gun, you know, he's only 28 years old. Again, you spoke about the story, bro. Mm-hmm. And he said it himself. He was fat, overweight, yeah. bullied, um, didn't sort of know where he was going, working in a train station, in a McDonald's at train station. Um, was it King's Cross? Waterloo? I can't even oh, remember. Man. I can't remember now. Wherever it was. He's had it's his own... Chris, sh- in it? Maybe. I might be completely <clears throat> wrong, but I'm, I've seen to remember he, he He's had his own struggles. Um, and in that short space of time from working in McDonald's and flipping burgers to having sort of 22 amateur bouts, going to the Olympics, mm. then coming and winning a world title in 16 bouts. Crazy. It's amazing. And he deserves the credit that he um, that he's earned, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and you're only good as your last performance. Yes. And based on his last performance, he was fantastic. So. And if this is... Again, not to discredit the previous version of Okoli, but if this is the new camp, if this is the new corner if this is his team yeah again not to to take away anything from a Cody if if the change that was made purely was um Shane McGuigan yeah then you can't put it all down to Shane McGuigan you get me doesn't matter if that's the only thing the ability to adapt with your trainer you get me because mm-hmm. you can have you can have the best all the trainers in the world all of them just lined up so this is what you're going to do if there's no chemistry number one if there's no ability to take that instruction and to understand actually listen you are stepping up in level now you need to um to follow this because this is what you do well your team might not see it no more do you get me they might stop seeing it because you've been so successful Mm -hmm. um this is what you need to do these are the flaws i've seen these are the chinks i've seen in your armor and this is how we're going to address them and this is how we're going to improve so hats off to both of them and definitely hats off to um to akoli man well done. Congratulations, bro. And the new WBO Cruiserweight World Champion from Hackney, mm-hmm. London, England. It's Lawrence the South Akoli. What's life, baby? Not life crazy. But yeah, 
<clears throat> well done. Yeah. And then we went to America. We went. We literally got we on a plane, there. private jet, there. not even a plane, and we flew to America, to Texas. Yeah. We flew Texas straight time. to Texas for the big one, the return of Virgil Ortiz. Junior. Virgil Ortiz Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's a junior in America for some reason. Everyone, innit? But that's how it is, innit? Um, have a little Oscar De La Hoya's new golden boy. Yeah. Oscar De La Hoya's gone on record to say, this is the best fighter I've ever had under my stable. Vile. <laughs> yeah. Don't know about that, man. But great fighter. Virgil Ortiz took on uh, Maurice Hooker mm-hmm. in the main event. <clears throat> Just before we get to that, shout out Sinesa Estrada. Mm. She is now the WBO... Uh, women's uh, strawweight world champion congratulations won a dominating unanimous decision dropped former um, champion Annabelle Ortiz um, and just showed her class throughout the whole fight I find these weight categories firstly sorry well done um, Estrada but I find these the names of these weight categories a little bit of a violation strawweight you know mm-hmm. flyweight featherweight do you know what the other, do, do you know what the other name for strawweight is what? minimum weight <laughs> Serious, yeah, yeah, yeah. minimum weight, you know. I'd love to be. I want to be that. I want to be minimum, minimum weight. weight. <laughs> like right now, I'm maximum weight. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm gonna tell you something. Super max. I woke up this morning. Yeah, I woke up early this morning. But I woke up this morning, and I said I've had enough. I've been saying this every time I wake up, and I got my scales up from under my bed, which I don't usually do. I only do that when I'm training, training, and I've been putting off because I know it's bad blood. 131 kilos what <laughs> do you understand that that is 131 kilos bruv i don't even know how to explain what is that in stone i want to work do it, it out i want to do it in pounds no no let's do let's do stone first please because british people are going to understand stone a bit more pounds you basically double it and then add a bit so call it 290 kilo uh, 290 pounds what's this bruv man said 1100 grams bruv Shut up for a second. Okay, that would, there was no need for that. So you're almost 290 pounds, you're smart. And what do you want it in stone? Mm-hmm. So 288 pounds, disgusting. Oh, damn, Don't 20. read it. Ah, oh, 20 stone. I'm not, I thought he was going to say 25 stone. 20 and a half stone, 20.6. It's not calm. This is disgusting, but That's... I thought he was going to say 26 stones. <clears throat> Guys, I am 20.6 stones. 20.6. I need help, bruv. How did we get here? Anyway, I'm definitely not a minimum weight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we got here. Um, but yeah. Yeah, congratulations though. Uh, congratulations. Brilliant, brilliant performance. Absolutely. She is a superstar, a future star, whatever you want to call it. Um, and shout out. I've been following her career for time, mm. time. I think I saw her, first heard about her about seven, eight years ago maybe. Uh, on Ellie Setback's um, no way I don't know why I stopped following him yes Ellie Setback reporting yeah that's why I stopped it's bare jarring again Um, it's his own little gimmick in it but that one there reporting is just but he was active back in the day yeah yeah has he stopped now I don't know no he still does it I think I I just I don't know he looks like he records on a potato yeah, he's yeah. still on his phone or whatever. Spy cam, bro. And everyone on webcam, he just carries his laptop around <laughs> recording. And everyone's got these high tech cameras. 6230, yeah. Um, but yeah, mm. congratulations. Uh, yeah, and then we move to the main event. Obviously, we, we touched, touched on it bre- uh, previously. <clears throat> Virgil Ortiz, Maurice Hooker. Um, great fight. Absolutely. Great fight. Absolutely. Very I think good we have sort of Ortiz polarizing well. opinions on the fight, as in on, on how it went. Slightly polarizing. But. A very good, very entertaining. I'm not going to say it's a potential fight of the year because it's not. 
at all, but it was just a good fight. Yeah, yeah, very good fight. Okay. I enjoyed it. Now... I wanted to see Ortiz in that kind of fight. Yes. I wanted to see someone who's yes. taller than him, longer reach, someone mm-hmm. who's going to move and cause some problems, yeah. and someone who's not scared. Now, the mad thing is this, though. Again, can I just go into the, like, the psychology of this fight, or going into the fight, or the fighters, if you like, yeah? Mm-hmm. What did um, Maurice Hooker say? He said, I am going to give him the most problems he's ever had. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Something very similar to that. Now, the problem with that is this, yeah? He's not been stopped before. He's not been stopped before. He's never lost. Um, Ortiz, yeah. So, to say I'm going to give him the most problems he's ever had, it's not enough. Do you get me? Does that make sense? Oh, go on. No, no, I'm listening to you. Okay, you look bare nervous. No, no, I'm (laughs) just trying to counter your point. Okay, so, to tell him that he's not, you're going to give him the most problems ever, that's not enough. It's not enough. And they even said it on the... the I don't like the DAZN um, commentators. I don't like them. I okay? well. Sometimes they're okay. And actually today they were all right. Today they were... Uh, th- this weekend they were all right. Generally speaking, they just say the most common sense stuff ever. Mm-hmm. And nothing more. You get me? They don't add no dimension to it. Oh, he wants to go to the body. Swear down. Do you know what's really it's funny you saying that? Mm. So Sergio Mora mm. is probably the best commentator they have. But I find him so annoying. I think it's a little bit his just character. He's just got a bit of a... He's got no character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you get me? It's just energy sapping, but they all have. But yeah, that's that. And then and then he just said, I'm going to get the most problems ever, which means you've not said, I'm going to stop him. But I'm going to challenge okay. him. I'm going to... You've just said, I'm going to give him... Okay, so I'm going to give him the, the toughest test he's had. That's what he said. The toughest test he's right, had. Cool. No, no, no. Let me let me interject quickly because yeah? you literally said what I was going to bring up as a counterpoint. Okay, so it might not make sense. So tell me if I'm mm-hmm. getting... Bit confused in my head. You are forty. He's. I've lost it. Um, no. So you were saying obviously he said that I'm going to give him his toughest test, and he's not saying more that I'm going to beat him and stop him. Mm-hmm. But what about fighters who don't say anything? What? So when fighters no. go into fights, hear me out for a okay, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some elaboration. When fighters go into fights and they don't even say that I'm going to win, mm-hmm. they just say we'll see what happens. Yeah. Kind of thing. But they go in and win. Mm-hmm. Does that make them more defeated? No. Staying neutral is better than saying... Why though? 60% out Why? of 100. Why? Do you understand? Because being what, neutral but, is like, okay, I know, but, I'm confident. But what if I go in 100%, so I'm going to knock you out and I get beaten? Doesn't, that happens. Of course that happens. So, and there's no harm in it. No, no, but there's no problem with that. Because you've gone in with a winning mentality. Either you've gone in with a winning mentality, yeah. or you've gone in and you tried to bluff the guy. Maybe you know that you're going to get weighed in, but I'm going to say, I'm going to knock him out. That could be the case. I don't know, I don't we see can't me. guarantee that one there. Okay. I'm talking about, it was like a half-hearted 100%. It wasn't 100%. It was like 60, 70% confidence in, in what he's going to do. I'm going to give him his toughest fight ever. All right. So his toughest fight doesn't mean I'm going to win. It doesn't mean I'm going to outbox him, outpoint him. It doesn't mean I'm going to knock him down. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that he's going to struggle more than he's ever struggled, but he could still potentially win. Does, does, him, does that make sense? I get what you're saying, but he might not have just said it. He might, he might have meant that when he was saying, I'm going to give him his toughest test. I'm going to be, yeah, he just know, never the, said the, it. The, 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 if you're trying to, if you're trying to, <clears throat> bro, Boxing, combat sports is very much a war of words, isn't it? It's very much a verbal, mental warfare at the beginning before you get in, before you get physical. Okay, so you know, not making eye contact, even that sometimes it, it works in your favor, sometimes it doesn't. You know, when you're shook, when you, you can tell when a fight is a little bit. I don't want to make eye contact with this guy because he's threatened by him, mm-hmm. or he's not making eye contact because he's just so zoned. I don't, I, I don't business with you. You're nothing. 
There's a big difference there, even though it's a subtle little thing. Um, so saying I'm going to give him his toughest fight ever, it's just neither here nor there. Do you get me? It's not here and it's not there. It's, it's right in the middle. It's like 60% confidence in yourself. Blood, nah, man. I just, it's nothing. It's nothing. But to me, again, these little things there, I'm very much uh, of the belief that you win or lose the fight before you enter the ring. We know this, isn't it? But at least mentally, if you're mentally saying that I'm going to give him stuff, but say, you can acknowledge how good the person is. You can acknowledge that he's good, no problem. But don't go in there expecting to lose or expecting to find it difficult. Go in there with full confidence in yourself. Believe and you'll achieve. Do you get me? Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then you have a better chance of doing so because you've had that belief. Do you know I mean? If it was never going to happen, but you've gone in there and you're delusional about it, no problem. It's better for you to have that false belief than to go in there and think, I've got it. And I'm not talking about a game plan which you know is flawed. I'm not talking about exiting the fight, losing, and saying, I never did anything wrong. It just He just got a lucky punch. I'm talking about going into the fight saying, I am going to beat this guy. And if you lose, you lose. It happened with um, yeah, Izzy. He dared to be great. He went in there positive. He was like, I'm sure, don't, don't get it twisted. This is a difficult fight. And it was a lot less of a blow to him because he dealt with it like a like a gentleman as well. Do you get me? It's just about how you go into the fight mentally, man. That's that's my opinion. But yeah, um, so I think your opinion on the fight and how it went mm -hmm. was that it was very, very close. No, 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 not very, very close. Tell us. Maybe I got worded wrong. I just thought it was a good fight. Like he put up a good fight, Maurice Hooker. No, no he, doubt. He he gave him some problems. He did probably give him the most problems he's ever had. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Um, but no, no, it wasn't even like you know I had it three three going into the seventh round, or whatever. Oh, he didn't even touch on it. But yeah, mm. Ortiz won via stoppage in the seventh round. Mm -hmm. um, he had knocked down Maurice in the sixth. Mm -hmm. uh, Maurice obviously survived the end of the there round. There wasn't much time left anyway, innit? Yeah, so he just about got out of the round. Um, and then, yeah, he got, it looked like he got hit with a body shot in round seven. But I think he injured his hand. I think the shot hit his hand or his shoulder or his elbow. I don't know what it was exactly, but he was holding, he was icing his hand mm -hmm. after. And then on Twitter, I read up after that apparently he had broke his hand or fractured it. Mm. So it shows you the power that Ortiz has because... It's crazy. He's 17-0 now with 17 knockouts. Crazy, crazy. So I wanted, I'm glad you mentioned that because I almost forgot actually how it happened. Um, but <clears throat> it's a, it's a very brief breakdown of the round, isn't it? Of each round. Not even, sorry, the whole thing, the whole fight. Every round was close. Yeah? In my opinion, every round was close. But Ortiz edged but it. But every single round, Ortiz had edged it. Yeah. Okay? Cleaner, harder, more meaningful punches. Volume-wise, I don't even know. I haven't checked it. But um, Hooker may have landed more. May have landed more. But the meaningful punches, the actual power punches, the actual conviction behind mm -hmm. these punches was 100% in... It's mad, isn't it, though? Favorite. I was going to say, because they touched on it. The commentators touched on it. It's not in mad, because some people bruise up and cut up easier. But mm. we saw the difference in faces afterwards. Ortiz looked like he got hit by a hammer. Yes. Um, and Maurice looked calm. Yeah, you see, that never fools me, by the way. That no, no, never fools me. No, no, I know. When I was training, I would get black eyes. I get, touch me with a jab and I'll scuff. T touch me with a jab and I'll scuff. I'll get a black eye. My nose might pop. My eyes might water with a light punch. And I love the feeling of getting punched in my face. I actually enjoy it. It's, it's a pleasurable experience. But it's 
that doesn't mean anything because people just scuff up differently. This flipping thing on my nose is because I scuff up quickly, yeah? So that doesn't mean too much. A cut, maybe, but even still, it could just break easily. The skin itself could break easily. But the cut, it's, it's about the effect of the cut afterwards, not the power of the punch. It just depends entirely on the person. Now, yes, looking at the two faces, Maurice looked like he was kind of unscathed and, and um, Ortiz looked like he'd been weighed in. Mm. But it doesn't work like that, do you get me? No, no. And yeah, 100%. It's, um, it, was, it was a good fight though. Yeah. Very, very good effort from Maurice a Hooker. What he could have done more, it's hard to say. It's that hard to say because he's be through volume. He had some decent flurries. He was, uh, even though he's Ranger, he was up close and he was in his face. It's hard, man. You just got to make sure that you're, you're in and out against Ortiz. You don't want to get caught with him. You can't be in and out all the, the whole fight. You can. Of course you can. But if I'm you're saying, elite. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah, not that level. That's what that's it is. Not, that, that would have been a flawed game plan, in my opinion. It would have had to be pressure and pressure and pressure because he was hurting Ortiz. What do you mean pressure, pressure, pressure? So in and out is one thing, yeah? In and out is in, throw a little combo, step out, move around, and don't let him touch you. So be a little bit more elusive, of course, but you have to be more in than you, than you can be out. Do you understand? Smother him against the ropes, get him against the ropes, throw the punches. Again, it's bait, go to the body, take him out slowly, break him down systematically. I'm not a coach, so I can't tell you what, what he did wrong or how to improve, but that's what I believe uh, Hooker could have done. Now, it was almost tit for tat. Every time uh, Hooker shows a, a moment of, of, of magic or promise, Virgil Ortiz comes back with just enough to be more promise, yeah? Not just enough to have more uh, of an effect. And that happened throughout every single round. And that's why I would say, unless I was being generous, I don't think he got any a single round. I, I lie? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. might be missing something, but I don't think he won a single round. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, but that doesn't mean he, it was a dead effort. It was a great fight. It was a great effort. Just not enough. Just not yeah. enough. And if that's what he does, if that's what Ortiz does, which is rise just enough in every single round, then so be it. Just enough in every single round. It's a good learning curve for him though. Yeah, it's a very good learning curve. Yeah. It's the best, probably the best guy he's beat in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, definitely one of. Um, so yeah, he just gives him more experience going forward. You know, most of the guys that go in there fold straight away. Mm -hmm. They come in, they feel the power and they just, they, they fold, they crumble. Mm -hmm. Whereas Maurice didn't. It's just unfortunate injury. And then afterwards in the interview to the crowd, he started swearing at the crowd and telling everybody, did you see that? I, I don't didn't know if you missed that. that. They started booing him, innit? No mm -hmm. way. Why that though? Uh, just because of probably the... Um, the fact that he looked like he gave up. Yeah, yeah. That's a vile, man. I don't like that. I don't but, like that one bit. But he didn't care. He just walked that. I mean, mm. What was um, he saying? Did he say anything to them? Yeah, he turned to everyone and started swearing at them. And, stuff. <laughs> and then he just cut out the ring. Yeah, yeah, um, but now Virgil Ortiz sort of calling for the big fights. Mm -hmm. He wants Terence Crawford. He's mentioned the likes of Spence. He's mentioned the likes of Garcia, uh, Thurman. Um, but he wants Errol Sp uh, sorry, Terence Crawford next. Crawford said afterwards, I was watching one of his interviews, and he don't want this smoke. He don't mm. want this smoke. Virgil, I think, definitely wants it. Yeah. If he's ready, is a different question. That's it. Thank you. I had um, a debate with one of my guys yesterday about it. And he was like to me, and he made a fair point, very fair point. He was like, no one thought Tiafimo Lopez was ready for Lomachenko. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but in my opinion, it was a bit different. <clears throat> and the reason I say that is because I've seen chinks in Lomachenko before. He has mm. been beaten 
before. I've seen him down. slow down a little bit. Mm. I haven't seen that in Crawford. I haven't seen that in Spence. They yeah, haven't been beaten. Do you know what they is? haven't yeah. really been put in a situation which makes me think to myself, this young gun's going to come in and blow them up. Mm. They're not aging. They're in their primes. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not like they've been in wars or tough fights and, and, and they fought over 300, 400, almost 400 amateur fights, been to the Olympics. It takes a toll on your body, especially that Lomachenko is not that old anyway. Yeah. But being in that many bouts sorry, get... does, does have an effect on you. Yeah. Um, I, I just, <laughs> but again, I get what he was saying about Tio, Tio having this, you know, no one expected Tio to come in and he was... You know, he wasn't meant to be ready and he came in and dominated. Yeah. I think it's different though. There's different styles. Teofimo Lopez <clears throat> is a very, very good boxer. Mm-hmm. And you saw that. Virgil Ortiz, I don't think, is ready at that level to be boxing with the likes of Spence. And Can Corbett. I say what, what I think? And I agree with you to an extent. I don't know if he's ready. But I don't think anyone will know he's ready until he's ready until he shows that he's ready of that course no, no, I know. so you have to go in there and find out are you ready to mix it up yeah, don't be afraid to take the L because it might happen don't go in there looking to take the L again massive massive difference mm-hmm. go in there with the, the Teofimo Lopez um, mentality and saying yo I'm gonna take this one I'm gonna it's the takeover yeah go in there with that mentality and see what happens because again a loss to Crawford I don't want to say it doesn't mean anything it's a loss. A loss is a loss. But it's like, you know what? Arguably, it was pound expected. Pound That's what you're trying to say. It was yeah, expected. it's expected. So go there, mix up and see. So if he's saying he don't want that smoke, but I'm willing to give him the smoke, 100% take the fight. So this is what I'm saying. 100%. I, I, just do I, your bit to get as prepared as you can. I believe he believes he's ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why he's taking the fight. That's good. I think you should do it then. I want to see it. Um, which is, that's what you need. If you believe you're ready, go in and do it. I just think... For his for his his own sake, mm-hmm. build up the arsenal a bit more. Yeah, more tools in your box. Yeah. Go in when you when like a couple more, two more fights I think against higher opposition because you're jumping from Maurice Hooker to Terence Crawford. That's it's Spence. a big jump. It's a huge jump. And again, like you said, and it is true, nobody knows until you go in there. Mm-hmm. You could go in there and it could be your night. You could catch him clean, stop him. You yeah. could, you know, you could outbox, you know, and no one ex- expected it. But why not have all the attributes you need, build your, your game, build your mindset, gain all the knowledge, like be that sponge for a few more fights and go in, not only believing, but like knowing. One reason why, I think, at least one reason why. Why I think it's a good idea to take it now. So let's just say... Um, Crawford now has said he doesn't want that smoke but he's willing to give it to him as in he's willing to take the fight now take it now while you don't see just how good he is how good Virgil Ortiz may be do you get me? Mm -hmm. if he wants to go in and shock us like Tio did yeah then two more fights might prove to um, uh, Crawford that actually damn this guy's this guy has a chance. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. And then he might not take the fight. He might wait and wait and wait and drag it out as None of we course. always see. If he gets in there early and confuses my man in the, in the sense that, oh, snap, I was not expecting you to be this good. Whew! I've got a long night ahead of me. Mm, yeah? yeah? Then he could take it. No, 
And again, if he loses in that situation, definitely, he's the element of surprise, isn't it? He doesn't lose. The less they know about you, the more of an advantage it is. Yeah, ambush him. Um, If you like, I just, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I don't think he's ready just yet. Yeah, I think if Maurice had that much success, you're talking about two of the best pound for pound fighters on the planet. Apologies, I'm I'm sniffing now, but you get me. Yeah. I, I know if boxing doesn't work like that oh because he had success yeah. he had success but you're talking about world champions undefeated fought the best guys in the division yeah. dominated some of the best around and you know arguably these two along with Joshua Fury is the biggest fight in boxing yes yeah Spence and Crawford um, maybe not the biggest in terms of eyes on it but no. meaningful yes that is the most boxing world for hardcore fans yes that is the fight that everybody wants to see. Mm-hmm. There's no better fight. Mm-hmm. Now, if now I'm not saying that the next logical step is for him to take on uh, Crawford because it's unlikely to happen, to be honest. Especially when this is on the horizon. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon either, by the way. Uh, Errol Spence Jr. and uh, Crawford. Oh, Crawford said yesterday yeah. the fight is never happening. Sorry, not yesterday. I can't even remember when it was. This weekend, whatever. He said it's never fight, happening. Someone asked him what's happening with Spence, the Spence fight, and he said it's never happening. Why? My my opinion, because of that video that he made, that Errol Spence video, where he goes, that's it, I might just do a 70-30. <laughs> I'm going to do a 70-30. And he's like, nah, that, man, it's going to be 80-20. So the split is going to be 80 It's a violation. It's, it's a violation. I don't know if you saw the video, but... You told me about he's it. Li- yeah. He's literally saying, the split is going to be 70-30. <clears throat> what? Because I call the shots. You actually don't know. Because um, I call the shots, it's 70-30. Actually, scratch that, it's 80-20. What are you saying? It's almost like he doesn't want to fight. Who? Uh, Errol Spence. Errol Spence did that. You think so? But that's what he said. I'm saying mentally, I would say, that mentality tells me you don't want to fight. I think he's just bantering, taking, he's just violating. Exactly, then I don't want to fight. You're going to take me for idiot. Or, you know, it's, it's tough though, because I would say, listen, if I have that much belief in myself, it's crazy you know what, 70, give me that. Winner <clears throat> takes 70, regardless of who it is. Winner takes 70, what? Then that's going to shake him up. That will shake him up. It'll never happen, me. Though. It won't happen. But then you can say, okay, because you don't want to go in there and undersell yourself. You don't want to, you know, undervalue yourself, sorry. You want to go there and actually make the money that I you deserve for I a think fight. It, I think it's 50-50. Of course. What do you mean? As in the should be, split? split should or, be 50-50. Yeah, of course yeah. it should be 50-50. Of course yeah. it should. I don't see how you can do anything else. Because because he's the champion. All right. That's the only thing. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's 50-50, bro. But they're both champions. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. So it's so. like... Arguably, Crawford is the is the more accomplished fighter. That's he's, arguable. Any like, undisputed figures. No, but I'm talking about in terms of accomplishments. Mm-hmm. 140 pound undisputed champion had every single belt, moved up, mm. won another belt in at 147, mm. um, and he's fought a lot. Obviously, at 140, he fought the biggest names and the best guys. At 147, it's been a bit you know mm. iffy, whatever, but. And but Spencer's fought some of the best guys at one four seven, so it is what it's difficult to sort of say. I think the bigger name is unfortunately I don't. I think, think it's Spence. Big names. I think Spence is the bigger name though. I think Spence is the bigger draw because Spence sells out Texas. Like whenever he fights in yeah. Texas, he does. You know, it's a difficult. That's a difficult <laughs> one to shout. Like sorry, when but I said again, big names, but again, no, no, no. Sorry, just just before I lose my train of thought, mm-hmm. it was. When he sold out, when they sold out AT and T Stadium, mm. if I remember correctly, it was it was against Mikey Garcia. 
Yes. So it might be Mikey Garcia's fans because he's, he's, you know, he's got loads. Yeah, that's exactly So, it. I don't know. Regardless of who's bigger, the fight needs to happen. Um, but yeah, I don't, hap- I don't see it happening anytime soon. No, I don't think it's going to I think they'll milk soon. it for a bit as long as they can, you know, get as many title fighters and make as much money before they fight each other. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's the bragging lose. rights. And it's lose, the, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, when you lose that, mm-hmm. it's, I hold... All the marbles, yeah. What um, you know, your O's gone. One of the O's is gonna go. Mm. A, a lot of people say that Crawford doesn't want to fight. A lot of people mm. say that. No, no, no. Yeah. I've heard loads of people say Crawford doesn't want to fight because it always comes down to this. And I've heard this rumor for years that Crawford's chinny. He, he doesn't get clocked a lot. We've seen mm. him get clocked a few times and he's been hurt. Yeah. But a lot of people say he's chinny, so he won't take the Virgil Ortiz fight because he's powerful. He doesn't want to take the Spence fight because Spence is huge for the weight. Mm-hmm. Like Spence is a middleweight or light middle, easy. Mm-hmm. The way he makes one four seven, I don't know what he does. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> so, like even Sean Porter, for example, someone who's going to pressure him and put it on him yeah. and clock him and hurt him. That's what a lot of people say. But the IQ, I mean, I mean, you just you can't take it away from Terence. Uh, you know, until he goes out there and says, "I don't want it because I'm scared." I'm not going to say that he's ducking. That's anyone. the thing, though, isn't it? Anyway, this is we, we, this is a whole discussion that we could. It's, yeah, we'll it's come back to it another time. Age old, really don't even need to return to it. When you're scared, what do you do? It, are you scared for not taking a fight, or is it because you value yourself enough? Like it's just, it's all long, isn't it? Um, well done to Virgil Ortiz. Yeah, simple as that. <clears throat> we sidetracked, um, didn't it? But yeah, yeah we sidetracked hard. Good congratulations. Whatever's next for you, I'm sure you know you're heading in the right direction. I think that's a bit more, that's a bit of an ask to be given um, but Crawford now, right do it. now. Who but cares? if you get given it, by all means take it. Chase it. By all means take it. And do it. Um, but Who knows? Yeah. But, but, you might so. go in there and cause the biggest upset. I'm, I'm, I'm down to see it. I'd watch that. I'll stay up for that, mate. I'll get 100%. my popcorn ready. Did you get popcorn me? ready. But um, yeah. And then finally, we're just going to move on to the UFC. Just to the main event. <sighs> yeah. That's a, that's, that, that size says a lot, man. Um... So, Derek Brunson, number seven, ranked number seven, I believe, against number 10 ranked uh, Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland off a five-fight win streak. All those five in one year, yeah? All five of those fights in one year. Bring in the maddest, was it, no, four in one year and one next, or was it five? I can't remember now. I can't remember when he fought uh, Jackery. Was that last year? Mm-hmm. Must have been in it, in March. Yeah, so five-fight win streak. Super excited, super exciting. A very eccentric character, yeah? Um, he called out Brunson after he beat uh, Jackery. He called him out. He said, I, wanted to, I want Brunson next. And he got him. He got given him. One of Dana White's budding stars. Um, entertaining to watch. Fun to, to, to see. It's the same as entertaining to watch, but it is. Um, but basically, his first time in a five-rounder, um, very much a sniper with the striking. Um, is he a purple? Was he a purple belt? Brown belt? Kanye. Kanye anyway, um, long story short, the fight was a unanimous decision in uh, Brunson's favour. Pretty much every round. Every round. I think everybody would agree that every single round uh, he lost. Bar the last, maybe. When he had him on top. If it, I mean, he took him down. No, no, he took, he, he was he, controlling he got it. a knockdown. 
He scored a knockdown. <clears throat> okay, brilliant. But didn't capitalise on it, which is fine. Uh, he took him down. Was the knockdown in round four? Knockdown? There was, was a knockdown. knockdown. Yeah, yeah, Brunson got knocked down, bro. He nearly finished him. His hand was on the ground. So was oh, that was round four. Um, I believe that no, was four. No, it was round two. No, bruv. It oh, snap. It was round two, man. Yeah. It was round two because I was like, that's it. I messaged him. I was like, he's getting knocked out in the next round. But it didn't happen. Um, it was two or three. Whatever. It was early on in yeah, the fight. It was early yeah. on in the fight. You're right. Sorry. No, but I would have given him Even round five. I, I gave him round five. Well, the judges gave him round five. It was 4-1, I think. Difficult to do. Yeah, it wasn't a perfect thing. But it, it, it's... That was a very difficult round to score. Very difficult round to score. But yeah, either or, I can see it. I would say momentum kind of led me to say Brunson's uh, round. But the output that he gave, I, it's, it's a weird one because I'm not a judge in it, so I don't score the way they score. But in my head, I'm thinking you can do so much. You should be doing so much more. That's how I score it. Does that make sense? By how much you should have been doing. Part of how I would score it. Because there, there needed to be a sense of urgency. There never was. Um, we all know Kevin Holland's at, well, he's called Motormouth or whatever, he's called Loudmouth. He's called Big Mouth, yeah? And that's exactly what he is. Like, the weigh-in was funny. The face-off was funny. Um, he doesn't stop talking. Khabib was there next to Dana White who illegally streamed, <laughs> streamed a fight on his live, yeah? Um, Khabib was. And, you know, when he got taken down by Brunson, Kevin Holland was like, yo, Khabib, are you not going to tell me what to do now? Are you not going to give me some tips? Ended around. Stood there, face Khabib, leaning on the cage, Asking Khabib for, for, for tips on, on you know wrestling tips. Um, which is all funny. It was funny. The whole the whole thing was funny to him. And this is what a lot of people have a problem with. Um Cash called him a joke, man, in the sense that everything was a joke to him. Yeah. It's all fun and games while you're winning and everybody's thinking, oh, he's so funny and he does it so easily, it's effortless. But when you lose, a lot of people will just switch and be like, oh, everything's a joke to you. It's literally like a funny guy in a relationship with a girl that's like, oh, you're so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, everything's a joke to you now. Do you understand? It's like, you're never happy. Yeah? But that's his character. I'm not going to lie to you. Slyly, I'm a bit like that too. <laughs> Where almost everything is a joke to me. Yeah? It's, it's like, it's very rare that I can get super serious. Yeah? And the reason I have that is just because it is what it is, isn't it? But I would like to think if I was in that fifth round and I was like, I've got to take him out. I've got to take him out. Um, Brunson scored his record a record amount of takedowns. Was it five, six? Five or six. Something crazy like that. All I know is he, he dominated him on the ground. Oh, 15, 15. 15 and a half minutes of ground, uh, ground control. 15 and a half minutes of ground control. Kevin Holland, first round, slipped. He did a nice little face kick, you know, push kick, whatever you call it. Um, first one was a little... It didn't land perfectly, but it was all right. Second time he tried to kick, I think he basically fell to the ground. He capitalised on it. Brunson um, got on top of him and controlled him that whole round. Second round, pretty much the same thing after the knockdown. Third round, pretty much the same thing. Every single round after that, there was a, there was a, a takedown. Um, sometimes more than one. So it was just a domination. It was just domination. Um, there's something that Kevin Holland did wrong going in. We spoke about this. Uh, he was on a Joe Rogan podcast and he says, I don't like training. I don't like paying attention to this, this, this or that. Yeah? It was just a very negative mindset to yes, fighting. Yes, yes. Yeah, this is your career? This is, sorry, you were saying No, 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 that's it. I was just, I'm just getting frustrated. I lie. Thinking I'm, about it because I'm speaking because I know you're fuming. <laughs> you, you, you've got someone with bags of talent, heaps of talent, who could be a star. Mm -hmm. Why do you not want it? 
Why do you not want to be the flag bearer, the face, or one of the faces? I'm not saying he's the best fighter in the planet no, 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 no. and he's amazing, whatnot. He's but he puts bums in seats. Very marketable. Dana loves him. Mm -hmm. The fans love him. Clearly, something's going right, and he's knocking people out. Yeah. Why do you? You know, I don't like doing five rounds. I want to stick to three. I don't yeah. want to be a main event fighter. I don't want the championship. It's weird. Things like it's that. Weird. It's really it's strange. What are you doing it for then? Mm -hmm. Are you doing it for the money? Because if you do, you get found out. And again, that's not a dig at you because that's what you want. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's what it is. But it's just frustrating for people who support you and think you can do much more. Mm -hmm. And one thing I didn't like is his coaches. The guys in the corner. I don't even know if he's... I don't think he's a head coach or whatever you're saying. Something like, I ain't got trainers, whatever. All yes men. I'm sorry to say it. You, I don't care if your fight is entertaining, funny, whatnot. You're losing a fight. Grab him and say, fix up now. Keep the jokes, whatever you want to do, but listen to the advice. You know, three rounds went by and he's talking to Khabib. Crazy. Four rounds, I think. And then he started to speak to his coaches and he's having a bit of water and started laughing around, joking about, nah, that, and this is what I've, we've touched on it in the previous episode. I can't mm -hmm. remember when, but you need a coach that instills a bit of fear into you. Mm -hmm. you, you can't have that, that brotherly relationship all the time or, you know, best friend relationship. Especially in the fight. That Mike Tyson. I love Mike Tyson. You've seen that video. Five at a time. Five at a time. No more. You hear me? Mike Tyson, baby. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Let's go, baby. Beforehand, cool. It makes sense. But when you're in that cage and things are going wrong for you, it's like you said, it's all good and well when you're winning and you're dominant. You can do that. The cameras, the lights, everything's going to be on you anyway. But when you're losing about. When this guy, like, every round he's going up to try and high-five Brunson after. Brunson's literally in the Tunnel zone. Vision. Tunnel He's not in it. He's not in it. The jokes aren't working. And I feel as though Kevin Holland realised this early and it started to affect him and he started to break down mentally. I feel it because the jokes became a bit dry. Mm. I said it's a bit, bro, it, it's becoming a bit boring now. Mm. You're doing the same thing. One round call talk to Khabib, but every round go back... Bro, you know, give something we can do. Yeah, give like, you something. Come on, man. I Come like on. Kevin Holland a lot. 100%. Bro, he's one of the best guys in there. He's so entertaining. I love the entertainment factor. That's why I'm such a big fan of Stylebender. Yeah? And this is also why you're fuming. But, yeah. Because I wanted him to win. You had him winning. I had him winning. I wanted him to win. And I wanted to see that fight with Stylebender down the future. And mm -hmm. just two talkative, funny characters mm -hmm. going at it. Dancers. Dancing into the um, cage. But it's just frustrating when you know someone's got so much potential but is not using it in the right way. Mm -hmm. And it's that defeated mentality. It's a poor mentality. It's, you know, just so negative. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. No, I and I said it. I mentioned it on um, Shout Out UFC Grizzly. Um, they posted it and said, what are your thoughts on the fight? Um, and I said, it was underwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, and I said, fighting in the UFC is a privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah? I don't care how big you are, how strong you are, fighting for the best organisation in the world is a privilege mm -hmm. and you should treat it like that. Yeah. If you go in there and you have a main event, it's a big thing. Deal with it. Like yes. Yeah. I said, I understand the entertainment side of it. I understand the showmanship, the putting bums on seats, entertaining people. But when it's time to show up, show up. Mm -hmm. Do you get me? Step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. Cool, one round down, two rounds down, three rounds down.
but things are going wrong for you and it's clear and it's obvious. Even after the fourth round, when the round ended, I'm so sorry, if you wanted to carry on, please No, go I'm ahead. Just, I was literally just going to say, four rounds down, show some urgency. Show that you want to win the fight, not that it's okay, I'm here and whatever. You know, I made it to this bit, yeah. cool, see, like, there was no urgency. No, but his urgency fight, was there. It was just not how we perceive urgency. Does that make sense? Because they were like, was they were no telling urgency. him, I don't know what they were saying. I don't think him. that's urgency. If that's urgency, that's you've got thing. problems. It's, his, it's, his, how he's, it's how he expresses it, innit? So he's, again, they're like, ah, oh, um, I don't know exactly what they said, but they were saying, you've got to get the knockout, you've got to do this, you've got to, something. He keeps taking that. I don't know exactly what he said. He was like, I know this coach, I know. You think I don't see? I, I'm there. Do you understand? So he does, he just doesn't know what to do with it. And this is where I have a bigger problem with your team. Your job is to take notes in between, like during the round and pass on those notes. Your job is to see where he's going wrong. You could see he's going wrong when he strikes. When he comes forward um, with his unusually clumsy striking. Is that, is that accurate enough? Do you reckon or is that taken away from him? Oh, well, he's, he's, he was very... He was very exposed. Yeah, he was, very he exposed. was just to me, he was loading up too much. Mm. Looking for the one shot and he's slipping everywhere. Is that how Jermaine and Piotr Jan? How Jermaine couldn't stay on his feet. Like I said, it was Bambi on ice. Same thing here. Slipping and sliding everywhere. Yeah. You know, the slipping round one wasn't out of the blue. He was, was slipping and sliding like a, all over. Yeah, yeah. And he was rushing in. His work was rushed. If he stayed back, stayed patient, picked his shots perfectly, he, he would have put Brunson to sleep or stopped him. Mm -hmm. Easily. You mm -hmm. saw it when he connected that Brunson couldn't take it. But he just didn't so land close. enough. Because he, land enough. And when he, he was overexerting. Mm -hmm. He was too anxious, too cautious. And I think that's, you saw it later on, start to creep in more because the rounds were going against him. That's when you start to panic more and you're like, I need this knockout, I need this knockout. Mm. But the way he was countering it, so people can, you can, you know when you start to see anxious behaviour, you see anxiety in the ring or in the cage is when someone overexerts themselves. They start doing, they start making mistakes they don't usually make. They're, they're in the wrong positions, they're getting hit with shots. His way of covering the anxiety was talking more, pretending like everything was fine. Mm -hmm. So he was basically, it was smoke and mirrors basically, do you get me? Mm -hmm. He's trying to cover up what was going on yeah. by making the crowd laugh to make yeah. it seem like he's enjoying yes, it yes. and you said it perfectly at the end of the round he said at the fifth round I know what needs to happen I know because he didn't show it in the first four rounds people are thinking bro what's, what's going wrong on? with this guy yeah. he knew it deep down Yeah, he knew it deep yeah. down yeah. Very what was point. happening very good point very good point he did know he didn't know how to deal with it and this is why once again I'm going to say so two people are at fault here well obviously but in you know, on the one hand, you've got him coming into the fight, not not taking it very seriously. Um, again, on Joe Rogan's podcast, talking about him not taking it seriously, um, training, taking it. He goes, oh, sometimes I, I don't like jujitsu. I think it was it was jujitsu. He said doesn't doesn't like doing. I don't like rolling. I hate it. So I just I try not to. do He that. said that he skips the sessions and he doesn't yeah, come yeah, in. Yeah. He'll, he'll jump out for a zombie and come back in. Like, come on, man. Like, do you understand? But again, we can all be upset and annoyed about it. Some people just don't have the same goals as others. Yeah, but I, I, know, I like, wonder if that's what it is, though. But the thing is, I can only take from what he's saying. Mm -hmm. and literally, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. that Rogan interview, even post-fight, after the fight, he said, oh, mm. you know, when I said deuces earlier, mm. he was like, I'm going to keep talking if you don't like it. Deuces. deuces yeah. And even in, in in the caption, he said something like, oh, we'll put it up I'm now. I'm going to do this forever. But like, he's like, I'm going to keep doing I'm going to keep doing it. 
I didn't want to be a cha- I don't want to be a champion. Crazy. I'm just doing it for a good time kind of thing. Mm. So it it could literally be just that's the kind of guy he is. He's not really in it for the for the for the glory. And if that's how he is, then that's fine. Not that's glo- just how is it glory? Yeah. What's the word that like you know Habib was in it for the legacy? Legacy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Some fighters aren't if in it for the legacy. If that's the case, that's cool. But and I know you don't care about your fans but at the end of the day like we it's like it's almost like we're your parents in it we when get attached yeah, yeah you we get attached see to you your win. best fight your favorite fighters i went from hoping um well i went for, firstly i went from being very confident that kevin hunter was going our poll i felt so anxious during the fight like i got to the fifth round and i was like please 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 i was i was hoping the I, ref, lost, I lost that. i kept I lost thinking that herb dean i was in my head i was begging herb dean to stand them up mm. every time they went down because it was like Israel and Yan, you just couldn't yeah, get up. Yeah, I Excuse went me. from being his fan, like kind of yeah, rooting for him to win, being sure that he's gonna win, to thinking, wow, man, I hope he does something. To in the end, thinking, you know what, Bronson deserves this. Sorry, you just did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Bronson deserves this. We have no choice but to say, you know what, the better man took it on the night. But bro, yeah, it sounds like we're taking all credit away from. Thank Ryan. you. Derek went in there and I said it as well on Instagram. He had the game plan. He stuck to it. Stuck to it his clinical, and clinical. He, he did exactly what he needed to do to mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. He did what he had Every to do to win. Every opportunity to take down, was t- he was taken yeah. down. So congratulations. You went in there again. You said it. Tunnel vision. Focused on the task at hand. Didn't get distracted. Didn't get carried away. Didn't get caught um, and engaged unnecessarily, yes. which has been his problem. Didn't get sucked into that talking. Yes. He said, I was just ignoring it. They, they asked him, did he say anything funny? Did he say anything stand out? Again, even the, the uh, interviewers and the reporters are trying to still be like, that was the highlight. As they would, in they my opinion, what was... they were trying to do is soften the blow that uh, that Kevin took. Uh, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I don't do know. It's like they still made him the main That's what I'm saying. They tried to soften the focus. They're trying to take away from the loss nah, to make it man. seem as though... Like, that's, not, that's not fair though, because Bronson won. Again, I, was, I did not want particularly no that's Bronson what I'm saying Branson, it, it shouldn't have happened yeah I mean, that's what they were doing though again yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm saying it's a vile to Derek Branson mm-hmm. because he went out there and did exactly what he needed yeah, to do yeah. show him his respect yes you yeah. might not have liked the result yeah. but he got the result it's like and he was serious guys like that need to be more respected he went in there he wants the glory he wants the fame but he also wants the legacy he said it I want these guys mm-hmm. he said I wasn't excited for the Kevin Holland fight yeah. I never was I wanted the top 5 guy mm-hmm. I took it but he went there and did the job yeah congratulations he did it well, did it well. called for a fight with Paulo Costa it's a good fight yeah. Um, but yeah why not who, who, you know why not you, you beat one guy that you know was on the rise was up next star and dominated him it's not like you you know it was a close mm, tip for tap mm. fight you got clocked a few times you got hit a few times but overall you dominated yeah so congratulations you probably do deserve a big fight you beat um shabazian and now you've beat kevin holland so mm-hmm. you know and now 100 he's he deserves to keep moving up um he made a point though because one guy said Dana White kind of just left angry in it. And he did because, again, like we said, they're dropping like flies. His, his stars are burning out. His little shooting stars, they're burning out. They're fizzling out. One by one by one by one. Yeah? Literally, five cash cows have basically just disappeared. Almost. That's not the word. It's five Their star power is less. Khabib, Hamzat, Connor, Israel, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Who else is there? That's, that's about it, really. Um, so... I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying that Kevin Holland was a cash cow now 
He was on his way there. And he could still be built to be. It's not his first loss. Do you get me? He's been beaten before. And people are still going to watch him. He's not done. Yeah, no, no, not at all. But it's just. You had all the momentum in the world. You yes. could have been in line for a title shot in the next one or two fights. But he doesn't want it. <laughs> so uh, what do you tell someone that doesn't want it? What do you tell him to do? Anyway, that's that. That's done. Uh, Dana's a bit fuming, but um, Charles Bronson. Derek Bronson said, um, you know, I know he was fuming. I know he was, you know, Dana White left angry. Uh, when I beat Shabazian, it was the same thing. Then you give me him and he'll be angry again. Um but one day he'll be happy with me. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Because I don't he's going to keep winning. I find him a little bit not boring. I don't. I don't find him particularly likable. But he's very real. Do you understand? What do you mean? You don't find him likable? Because I don't find him likable. It's because he's lacking the entertainment factors. Always basically. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know. Even with, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about him. But I'm not drawn to him. Do you get me? No, that's what I'm saying. A lot of but people. A lot of people aren't. But he goes in there. He and does, does what he needs to do so and he does it well like you have to take your hat off to him and this performance was like you know what you want it fair and square fair and square and square you get me mm-hmm. but yeah we'll see what happens with him he wants Costa <sighs> tough fight because Costa's power and Kevin Holland's power aren't on the same level Costa's power is mad this was your point actually so I'm, I'm regurgitating I hope you don't mind mm-hmm. but that will put you to sleep. His pressure and his power, oof, a bit much, a bit much. Different stylistic fight. Yeah, well, that's 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 the difference. Paolo, they're think... they're both a bit bigger and a bit more, you know, head on. So that might be in his favour. Yeah. Um, Costa isn't a terrible wrestler. It's a good fight. But yeah. I'd, I'd lean towards Costa, but who can, who knows? Same. Go in Same. there and do your thing. You know, you never know. Um, Sorry. So that's it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it, basically. That's it indeed. We've Next got Stipe and Cormier coming up soon. Cormier? Ngannou. Sorry, Stipe and Cormier. Stipe and Cormier, five. Uh, yeah. Four, five. Stipe Mercic, Francis Ngannou, two. Um, then, you know, we've got uh, Dillian White, Alexander Povetkin, mm-hmm. two. Is that next week? Or the week, week after? I think it's next week. Yeah, it's next week. <sighs> exciting times coming <laughs> That's up. That's exciting. I'm not going to lie to you because it's just exciting been a long times. time. It's been delayed a couple of times as well. Then, uh, wow. You know, we were meant to have, uh, obviously, Volkanovski and Ortega. Mm. Volkanovski tested positive for COVID, so he's out of his fight with Ortega. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yet if they're going to just scrap the fight completely or give Ortega someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next couple of weeks, obviously, we spoke about Paulo Costa. He pulled out of his fight schedule bout with Robert Whitaker, which was going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in steps in me. <laughs> it should have happened how many years ago? Time ago. About a while ago. Should have happened, happened time ago. I was gonna say eight, but it's definitely um, not. Me and Robert Whitaker will finally meet. Kelvin Castellum. Kelvin Castellum. So guys, if you are supporting me in my in my bout against Robert Whitaker, you know I stepped up to the plate. I jumped in a short, short, not short, but a couple of weeks notice, um, and I'm gonna get the job done. Castellum for president. Yeah, yeah, so Kelvin Gastelum, Robert Whitaker, April 17th, another great fight. But yeah, Good next fight. couple of weeks, Good exciting fight. times. Um, so yeah, that's it really from us for this week's episode. Guys, this has been episode 40 of the Sweet Science Podcast. Before you leave, do subscribe if you haven't already done so. Like down below. What? Comment down below. Like. Hit Just the thumbs do all up. the nice like things. It. Just do all the nice things. Shwari. If you're not following us on Instagram, hop over to Instagram. It's the Sweet Science Media. Um, it's nice and easy the sweet science media and please please follow Schwarit Schwarit like it Schwarit <laughs> alright 
Spotify. Fat Mouse. Down below. Cash with a K, not a C. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm not going to lie to you. These two had been in the way for me for a while. I don't know why I couldn't do it, but it was giving me problems. So I'm very proud. I'm feeling very accomplished that we're now also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify uh, and um, Google Podcasts. But Spotify is the one anyway. We is up and running. We is up and we is running. And we is out. We out.